Well, hello there, George Watkins, on this wonderful Wednesday. <clears throat> I always appreciate each of you that stop by and spend some time going through some of the good Word of God together. Amen. Well, welcome to our winter wonderland. The scene behind me is my front yard today, and we are in the winter season in the Northwest. You guys in the South, uh, you have to take a picture, I guess. You don't get the snow that we get, and uh, we rejoice when it's gone. <laughs> well, we're going to get into uh, the book of Romans again this morning. Before I do that, I'm George Watkins, and I thank you for stopping by. And if it's something that has blessed you, subscribe to uh, YouTube and like us on Facebook and those type of things. It'll be a blessing. And we thank God every day for each of you. Some of you know, some of you we know because you've tuned in, give us, told, told us who you were <laughs> or left your name. Others, I just pray by faith and know you're there. Okay. Well, we're, we've been in the book of um, Romans 8 for a few sessions, and I'm just going to continue a couple of more verses, then we'll jump over to uh, uh, James, the first chapter. I want to talk about this reflection we have from what the scriptures de <clears throat> describe as a mirror, a reflective mirror. And uh, we know these scriptures, but I want you to see them again out of the um, out of the book of Romans in the mirror Bible. I'm I've been using that as a cross interpretive reference in these last few years, and it's been a great blessing to me. Now, the um, the eighth verse of Romans. It is impossible for those in the flesh, amused in, immersed in the flesh, to at the same time accommodate themselves in the, in the opinion, desire, and interest of God. Now that's the eighth verse of Romans 8. Let me read it for you again. It is impossible for those immersed in the flesh to at the same time accommodate accommodate themselves to the opinions, desires, and interests of God. One of the reasons that God speaks to people that seek his face, such as fasting, prayer, meditation, time, time of prayer, spending time alone with God, is because they're cutting away and you know, shutting away the voice of the world. Now, when we talk about the flesh, we're not talking about sexual sins and, you know, the appetites that run amok. We're talking about focusing our attention on what the flesh or the world is saying around us concerning who we are, even the church. Now, I refer to the church as a 
as a generalization of what comes out of our pulpits and what comes out of our theology. And much of it does not reflect what God teaches us. There's a lot of old traditions about failure and weakness and who you aren't in Christ, (laughs) not who you are in Christ. And we're not ignoring the fact that we were lousy, you know, dumbos <laughs> serving Satan and being a fool. We we don't deny that. We've come out of that. Such were some of you, Paul said, but you have been redeemed. He lists the whole ugly list, you know, the list, the, uh, the ugly list of failures and sins and all those uh, wicked, that wicked past. But he says, that's not you anymore. You have been bought. You have been changed. And I want you to catch a hold of this today. It's so important that you don't, you and I don't keep flipping back to the old mentality. <clears throat> a mind focused on the flesh in verse seven is distracted from God with no implication to its life laws and spirits and and spirit are opposing forces the flesh and the spirit are opposing forces all right look at the ninth verse but you are not ruled by flesh you are not ruled by flesh consciousness but by a spirit consciousness the flesh consciousness is the law of works. If I could work harder, if I could be better, if I could just do it better. The um, abuse of um, uh, women that have abusive husbands often say, if I was just a better wife, he wouldn't be that way. Women that have been sexually abused in some terrible form say, well, it was must have been my fault. I must have done something to produce that type of response. That's the law of works in our in our Christian life. If I had just prayed more, if I had just been a better Christian, if I had give, given more money, if I had you know had worked harder in the church, maybe God would favor me with a healing. That's the law of works. And he says here that's called flesh consciousness. But the law of the Spirit is faith consciousness. God's Spirit is at home in you. Anyone who does not see themselves fully clothed and identified in the Spirit of Christ cannot be themselves. Now let me say this again. Anyone, this is verse 9, you can read it in your uh, versions and you'll see You'll see some different wordage, but this is a this is boiled down to a paraphrase interpretation. Now listen to it again. Anyone who does not see themselves fully clothed and identified in the Spirit of Christ. Now remember, the Spirit of Christ is the Holy Spirit. You'll see that interchange through quite a number of Paul's writings. He refers to the Holy Spirit, and then he calls it the Spirit of Christ. So, 
If you don't see yourself fully clothed in the Spirit of Christ and identified with it, then you cannot be you cannot be yourself. And yourself is what God is identifies you like. <laughs> when he's looking up your number, he's not looking for a loser and a failure. When he's calling you in his address book, at the top of your name is not the failure. It's the righteous. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Now, we need to embrace this and understand that God has given us the ability to see ourselves reflected as Christ. When we see ourselves in a mirror, we see the face of Jesus because Jesus reflects us. He is who we are. Amen. Now, go over to the book of James again in the Mirror Bible. We'll pick it up in the 21st verse. <clears throat> Get rid of any remaining residue of evil that pollutes, polluted your life before. Get rid of it. 22nd verse. Give the word your undivided attention. Do not underestimate yourself. Make the calculation. There can only be one logical conclusion. Your authentic origin is mirrored in the word. Now, this is where we get this mirrored Bible. The mirrored Bible is the reflection of God and, and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. When we look into the word of God, we see who we really are. We are redeemed. We are righteous. We are God's sons and daughters. We have been made in his image. We are eternally alive. We are forgiven. And we are saints because God calls us redeemed. Now, the flesh being the, the mind that wants to go back to the past, the mind that remembers the failures, the mind that says, I'm just a, just a, a dirt clod. Be lucky if God even smiles at me. Come on. That's not the word of God. Let's go on. He said, give, give the word your undivided attention. Do not underestimate yourself. Make the calculation. There can only be one logical conclusion. Your authentic origin is mirrored in the word. You are God's poem. <laughs> I like that. Let his voice make poetry of your life. You are God's poem. When he mentions my name, it is a poem, a harmony, a beautiful music to his ears. Why? Because I am, I am made in his image, and I have a reflection of him. When he sees me, he sees the mirror image of himself. When I see God, I see the mirror image of myself, because I have been birthed out of his heart and his spirit. Amen. <laughs> oh, isn't that something? 23rd verse of James 1. The difference between a mere spectator and a participator is that both of them hear the same voice and perceive in its message the face of their own genesis reflected as in a mirror. So, both people, both the spectator and the participator, 
look in the word of God and they see their Genesis. They see where they came from. That's, that's, that happens when they sit in church and listen to the preacher and he's preaching on these thoughts. They say, yes, that's me. Yes, I can receive that. Then they're all, they're all primed and ready to go. Now, verse 24. They realize that they are looking at themselves, but for the, for the one, it just seems too good to be true. This person departs back to the old ways and immediately forgets what manner of person he is, never giving another thought to the one he saw in the mirror. And that's where my theme came from today. Don't forget what you saw in the mirror. I want you to go to the Word of God. I want you to go to your prayer closet. I want you to spend time meditating upon the goodness of the Father. I want you to have time to let that, that reflection come back again and again. Now, if you walk away and forget, go back to the source. Do not forget to go back to the source. Paul told Timothy, Study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And the word of truth is not just argument for theology. The word of truth is that I have come out of the bosom of the Father, and I have the face of God in, in my face. The face of Jesus reflects out of my face because I, ha I am his image on earth. <laughs> You say, preacher, you're, you're ignoring failure. You're ignoring the weakness of the flesh. And we're just human. No, we're not. We're extraordinary people. Paul called us extraordinary people. Peculiar is the word. <laughs> we're an we're a odd group. We're like God on earth, and we have a new name and a new cre we're a new creature, and we have a new nature. Now, if that's not different, new, if that's not non-human, I am a child of God. Well, I'm still mowing the lawn, paying the rent, and uh, feeding the family. That happens. That's on the natural side. But you and I are spiritual beings with a purpose that is eternal. Isn't that something? Talk about having a priority job. <laughs> I like to show my badge. Hey, I'm the priority job guy. They asked Billy Graham years ago to run for president. You said, you got to be kidding me. I've got the greatest and most important job in the world. And that's spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. All right. Well, this is Wednesday. I love you on Wednesday like I did on Tuesday. And I'm going to really love you on Thursday tomorrow morning as we meet again. Okay. Don't forget to uh, do all the things like sharing and comments and thumbs up and all the attaboys. The internet loves that stuff. Subscribe if you haven't. Hit the little bell next to the, on the YouTube and on Facebook just like me. <laughs> I know. I keep reflecting back to the third grade for Valentine's Day. Do you like me? All right. Enough of that. I love you guys and gals, and I will see you tomorrow. Until then, be blessed and go back to the mirror. Get your face and 
in that mirror again and see the face of Jesus looking back at you.